0: you are listening to the short combos podcast live short live. combos podcast it's happening episode 6 yeah we'll call it that let's go for that let's go for that go on introduce How's yourself the week been? Uh as Miralai, we go, we're going to come back to this in a second. Oh, okay. because I, right. I had All thoughts right. on it, so I introduce, uh, introduce it? yourself and then come back oh, to okay. me. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm uh,
1: JC, Too Fast You, Warrior of Light and Cashman, and uh, this is our podcast. Two friends having a, uh, a weekly chat about life and uh, what we refer to as soul food, a bit of a conversation for the soul.
0: Yes, man. So welcome, guys. Uh, if you're listening and enjoying, then please, uh, it helps us if you hit buttons. So hit like buttons, comment, share it, uh, get it around. It just helps this reach more people because we'd like to keep this a uh, consistent thing. So we just want to know that you guys are enjoying the content. Uh, I am as Miralai, and every week so far, we've been trying to figure out what my AKA would be. And then I came to a realization uh, over this week, I already have an AKA, and it is as. Because as is not actually my real name. Uh, My real name is Asil and it's spelt with an S. But if I shorten that, then I'd get ass. That wasn't (laughs) going to happen. (laughs) So we shortened it to as and as has actually always been kind of a persona for for who I wanted to be anyway, Uh, because Asil was always like my parents name and my parents had this thing about me being a doctor and going through schooling and all of this. Uh, And I really took on the as moniker as in just basically, I'd prefer everyone just called me that uh, from about 16 to 18 when I decided I don't want to be a doctor anymore. I just want to kick people for a living. So I think my AK is already there. I think it's like Cher and Madonna, but as. As, yeah. Mononym. So there we go. What are we talking about? (laughs) Well, what we're talking about, I guess, is identity because that's what I wanted to uh start with because we were talking last week about uh, wearing different hats and all of that stuff and i think what's interesting about this i wanted is you what to ask your... me about my week well oh well, well let's let's, uh, let's <laughs> circle back <Talk>. to
1: that <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about identity and maybe you can ask me about my week and we can make it, it like you're that. not actually you know it's about the usual conversation and
0: <laughs> uh, identity what the, so this was my, my question to you because you've been asking most of the questions. I'll put one to you because mm-hmm. uh, you were talking about all your hats that you put on. Of all of them, which one would you say is like the closest to your pure identity? Like what? in a world where there was no rules or anything about how you have to kind of present yourself and behave, which one of the hats is closest to who you naturally say you are? You haven't seen it. Because it's a bit scary.
1: <laughs> and occasionally I look in the mirror and see it and I go, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> occasionally my kids see it and they cry. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally Lauren sees it and goes, you fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, no, a really good question, actually. I don't know. Uh, Oh, are we, are we? Yeah, I suppose my response there is to like, uh, this, this week with the dojo, I've got a uh, uh, a theme, I have a theme each week and my theme this week is I can handle it. And I mm. suppose that's my, my truest. Identity of who who I am without all the rules and regulating everything else, and I suppose it goes back to a bit of uh, my dad. It's even hard to put into words. He had a he was an artist and he had an easel, and on above his easel he had written on uh, one of the beams uh, in his studio, "I can handle it." And that was just like his his mantra. I think he put it there because he'd be working long hours, and it would be like, okay, look up it up and do it. Uh, a lot of people misunderstood it because next to it he had some pinup girls, so people used to think it was associated uh, with, with that. But yeah, I, I suppose I suppose it, it's it's the family hat. That that's who who I am. You you will see me as the most authentic self uh, as the family. Family had, and uh, being, being the provider, being uh, the man, being of the house, in a very I suppose traditional sense, the uh, the being the husband, the being all of those things. So the, I'd like to think they're ethical, the ethical person. Uh, okay, the, yeah, the the. But I think there's also a part of me without rules and regulations that really, yeah. Uh, I only see a fragment of myself occasionally. I wonder if when we when we die and we pass on, that's really what we. we it's really quite hard to. Yeah, does that make any sense?
0: yeah it does the the reason it all came up to me anyway was was partly because we're doing this and a big thing that people say when you're going to produce any kind of online content is you have to try to be authentic and it's like that's quite a difficult thing to do when you're because you, let's say you're trying to make a product or you're trying to package something which we all do in whatever our business is or whatever your walk of life is there's a level obviously of authenticity attached to it but if, like you said, if you were just your pure authentic self, you'd probably scare 99% of people away. So it's like the, what is authentic when you're then trying to balance it out with what is digestible for people without having to kind of tarnish and mess up who you really are.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah That's actually, just where, where I was pondering.
1: All right, I'll back it back to you then uh okay you don't like hats so you're yeah. the mask you're the Batman. <laughs> uh, okay which so the- which which mask uh,
0: for me it's probably and this might be just because again i haven't had kids yet but i'd say my most authentic is just when i'm alone with the wife uh, i think she sees the most real uncensored version of me uh and there's parts of it that everyone will see like certain bits of my humor and certain bits of my kind of seriousness but she will see the full spectrum. Whereas other people, you kind of, you'll filter out certain lights because you just know in this situation, that as is probably not gonna be appreciated. Uh, or, or not even that, but we're just not suitable for the occasion, if mm. that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I find it uh, sometimes awkward. Uh, I went through a stage of, uh, well, I don't, like I said, at the first one, I don't really like people anyway. But I went through a stage of being awkward uh, with any kind of gathering, uh, Mm. let alone weddings and all of that. But looking back, I was a bit of an arse even uh, in family gatherings, uh, just like Sunday lunch. Uh, You mean antisocial? Uh... Or intentionally
0: provocative? Not
1: not intentionally. I wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be. It it would be how it would be perceived by others. So, so you, I would, you
0: notice you're annoying people, but not necessarily that was your intention.
1: Yeah, not even annoying. Like basically, I just didn't want to go in the first place. But I think looking back, it was a bit of a uh, safety guard to myself because mm-hmm. I lost so many family members in such a short period of time. And it was like, like right now, uh, I don't want anyone to, uh, I, basically, I think everyone should suffer until we get our dojos back. It's like, that's kind of my authentic self. It's like, I don't want to go walk with someone in the park because I'm not allowed to have my dojo back yet. It's a bit of a, I, I don't know, a bit of a brat mentality, uh, maybe. Uh, but when you're talking about uh, yeah, authentic self, that's kind of what quite, quite uh, selfish. I can remember, did we talk about homeopathy and things like that? We did, didn't we? Yeah,
0: I think out. we brushed on it. Yeah. We, we, we've definitely spoke about it before. Yeah, we talked about the things
1: and then uh, it was negative traits. We were talking about that the other day and someone was asking a negative trait and I said, oh, I'm really selfish. And this person turned around and said, well, actually, that can be a good trait. Uh, mm-hmm. As well, uh, because it makes you achieve more and blah 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 blah. And uh, we're going into it, but yeah, uh, I, I've gone through uh, stages of being like that, you know. So, yeah, I don't even know how we got into talking about that.
0: But hey, oh, that's the beauty of this, isn't it? <laughs> Where does yeah. it go? Um, how was your week? Oh, my week. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, my,
1: <laughs> my week, this week. Uh, this week, uh, this isn't scripted, it's just some what how we've started every week. So next week we've got to start it differently then, okay? Right, <laughs> right. this week I, I've had a really good uh, calm week and I've had a really good clear out and I've found that different stages in life uh i uh i was gonna ask you uh, your opinion and what you've seen the same as well at different stages in life uh I've reinvented myself uh sometimes intentionally uh, so i've cut my hair or i've done things aesthetically to walk into a new stage of life it's like right that's right and then there's other times where it's being forced upon you and it's like again becoming a father is a great example it's like you have to step up to the mark Uh, I think you're yeah I don't think there's a should you shouldn't I think you it's your response that's the ultimate responsibility you're stepping up to the mark And what I've found uh, with this whole COVID, corona, whatever you call it, situation, is it's been a bit of both. And I feel that it's been sitting there that I need to, all right, now change myself. uh, And then I've made a decision to do it and mm. I, I have a very planned out week diary i seem to function really well with that at set times i'm doing set elements of business or uh, even down to uh, you know making sure that there's duties around the house at certain times i just function much better like that
0: and how many weeks, we're 10 weeks into it now aren't we this lockdown thing yeah well yeah coming to the end of week nine i believe
1: yeah, so 10 weeks then because we shut the dojo a week before. So where yeah. I've been changing the diary every week. So I usually, it's normally a Sunday, look at the week ahead and shuffle a few things around, just make sure we've got the week planned or an I on the same page. And then it's like, you know, you run full steam ahead. Uh, but what I've been doing is every week I've been coming to the week, deleting everything for the next week that we would usually be doing, like the usual classes, <laughs> the usual everything. So I've got it all on repeat. And then I'll copy the week before into it. And then I'll uh, then make adjustments on that. That's what I've been doing every week. I suppose I've been hanging on a little bit. Uh, Oh, when are we going to get back to that week? And it came to me the other day that that week ain't going to happen again. That week. Not for a
0: very long time. Yeah. yeah,
1: So yesterday I just deleted it all. (laughs) I deleted the whole whole week. How did that feel? Yeah, yeah. It felt good. It felt like I was, I'm not, cut my hair I've not uh, done anything uh, aesthetically different but I feel I've reinvented myself again I've stepped into uh, my new my. I suppose it's like a shed in a skin my new, the cocoon, my new yeah. Skin. yeah
0: you I, I completely uh sympathize with what you're saying that whole idea uh, and I think there's there's something in that that maybe every 10 years or seven years just life in itself is going to reinvent you. Like 20-year-old you is very different from 30-year-old you. And I'm sure if we look back on them, they almost look like a different person. You can remember Mm. being that person, but you're not that person now. You're you're something, you hopefully evolved, I guess, uh, from what that was, just mostly through experience, like what what you've been exposed to. So yeah, I completely sympathize with that. And very much so also with the whole with this whole thing that's going on that at some point you just accept that I don't like calling this the new normal because then that makes me feel like this goes on forever, which I really, I don't wanna live the rest of my life in this lockdown situation. So I'm not gonna call it the new normal, but it is the new standard for the time being. And I'm very much at peace with it uh, at this stage. Like you said, I get a bit bratty. I go to the park and I see people playing football. I'm like, well, that's not isolating, is it? So that uh, you're not doing it properly, so can I open up my school, please, and go kick people in the face? Um, so I, I got that as well. But yeah, I, I completely sympathize.
1: I think I've arrived at it and come got from it a uh, calmness. And I think the other week I was uh, really struggling trying to be productive. Uh, I was really struggling with just doing anything. And it'd be like you get to the end of the day and say, like, what do I do? That was a bloody waste of the day. Uh, and like you'd be sitting there and it's like, I can't do it. But I found a calmness from it now. It's like, okay all right, I can't do that right now. Okay. And then, yeah, uh, I've just found, uh, well, it's going to lead me on to my next thing, actually, uh, a real uh, good uh, balance to it all. And this is a, uh, you're sort of talking about authentic self. I, I would say this is probably spiritually the most uh, most significant thing in one word I could set, sum up to myself is balance in life itself. And uh, for instance, my uh, mum and dad would always teach me and from you know, losing them at what is a relatively young age, uh, even that scenario is they would always say, no matter how bad anything happens. And it was quite interesting. I've been watching The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan uh, mm-hmm. thing. And it was on the video yesterday, uh, when he was saying about some wisdom from his fa- own father, he said the same thing. He said, no matter how bad anything, any situation you have, you always take positive from it and I suppose that's the ultimate summary of, of balance but uh, you, you get where I'm
0: coming from yeah yeah well they, they, I've just been I've, I recently did a little video that I made on dealing with adversity uh, and I read up on a few people who have dealt with like real bad times and then managed to kind of prosper and come through it and one of the guys came up was Viktor Frankl who was a Nazi prisoner he went in all the concentration camps so he got moved around from auschwitz to all the other ones uh, and in front of his like we basically in front of his own eyes he watched his wife and his family get killed um, he managed to survive all of that came out the other end and he wrote a book called man's search for meaning and it's one of like the original kind of self-help books and it's it's basically the story of how he got through all that shit of being in concentration camps and one what was the line that i got from it that i just loved he said when you're when you are no longer able to change the world around you you are forced to change yourself uh, and it was just a real powerful very simple line and it's that's exactly i guess where we're at with this we cannot change things anymore uh, and anything we change is going to be minute in the grand scheme so the only thing you can do is look inwards and make the change make the change there and then you come to peace because the situation's not changed, you're still not going to your dojo, but you feel different than you did last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. Do you have anything else uh, you wanted to bring to the table this
0: week? No, I like, the, let's get on to the balance thing. Yeah. What, where, is in work-life balance? Is that what we're talking? No,
1: I mean life itself. Like, life I, balance. I like just looking at everything at all, uh as uh, Lauren's Lawrence asked me well our middle daughter she's out cycling who's cycling. Yeah. So just gotta make sure the kids are accounted for. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I mean I'm quite I'm going quite deep and meaningful here. It's like uh for instance, it the yeah, I, we were talking to my brother catching up with him on FaceTime yesterday. Uh, this isn't as deep and meaningful as it can go, but I'm just putting it there and like uh, our sister-in-law my sister-in-law she's like oh we've had three birds drop out the nest upstairs uh, out in the nest in the eaves of the house and uh, two of them died on impact and like we've been trying to keep one going and you know they're they're fully grown like little birds what's a little bird called? Uh, chicks and like you know 30 percent and they've either fallen out or you know tried flying to And she's like, oh, it's so sad, so sad. And my brother's like, well, the fox ain't hungry now, is it? And it's like, that's that's how I really am truly seeing things. And it's a bit harsh, but I think there is just a real, I think the whole universe works on a complete balance in that. I think there's, I remember reading somewhere, the theory is there's nothing ever lost, and i.e. there is nothing ever gained. So if you look at the entire existence of everything in our comprehension uh, as as a, a cake or, you know, uh, something circular, there's never, ever added more to it. There's never, ever taken it. So even if our our planet and everything in our solar system exploded and disappeared, it's never gone. I saw a documentary on a, uh, they they were looking for uh, an elephant, one of like, the largest mammals on Earth and they documented uh, doc, uh, the documentary on this elephant when it passed. So they were looking for this natural death and they found this elephant and then they documented how it then, the whole beast returned to the land and how, you know, the maggots and the birds and, and it was just, yeah, a real good sort of way of seeing the balance to things.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I like to always use, when I when people kind of go on about things like veganism to me, and they say you know about it's, it's cruel to kill and eat an animal and I'll circle back to what you're saying here but I always think a lion has never eaten a zebra and felt guilty about it he's never been halfway through his meal and gone oh feel a bit bad about this zebra's babies that i've now taken away and in the same sense that if you watched it on a documentary and you felt bad for the zebra, would you then feel bad if I showed you a video of starving lion cubs because they didn't get fed because mum didn't kill the zebra? So it's it's like, it's just life. Like Life is, it's not fair, but in a way it's completely fair because it's not biased. It's not, it's not picking and choosing. Sometimes you're lucky and you get drawn good straws. Sometimes you're unlucky, you get a bad deck of cards. It, but there's no, it's not malice. The, the universe isn't being cruel to you the universe is just being the universe and you're just in it you're just a part of it so you're you're going to get the good you're going to get the bad and what we were saying earlier it's how you how you deal with it it's how you kind of come to peace with it that's really what's going to make your life good or bad not whether or not good things or bad things happen to you
1: And like what I'm sort of getting with it and sort of bringing it to relativity is this week I've uh, interacted or seen on Facebook or whatever it is, a few really wet people. (laughs) Wet, wet people. Uh, My my dad also had another expression for similar but different, but like faceless pricks as well. Uh, And it's like, I I just think a lot of these people have, have no understanding of balance to themselves to the balance of life or anything else and it's like yeah just stay away i don't want that kind of energy in my my
0: life uh, are these I, people who you'd say are struggling with what's going on in the world yeah. right now
1: and also people that are just taking like faceless pricks that are just taking absolute piss out of people opportunity wise just because they've got a bit of cash or just because they're in a posi- position that they they can and, uh, yeah, you're just sort of looking at it. And I suppose, you know, it's a balancing act of it all. But uh, everything I've seen, there's there's never been a black without a white. There's never been an on without an off. Even every single person that I've looked at from inspiration point of view or success being a sport or whatever, they've always had something that I've I've not come across anyone. Uh, My brother's mate, uh, who lives in America, and I can't, Harrison, he's the only person, but I don't know his full story, about having only positive in his life. Uh, I don't, but I don't know his full story. So there's other people I've explored and I've looked at them I thought, nah, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. And uh, it's like all the superstars. Have you seen those uh, little Facebook things that go up about uh, The Rock and about Keanu Reeves and about all of their backstories, Sylvester Sloan's one and all of those. It's like, uh i think we live in and it it kind of leads me on to what i was going to go into next we live in uh i think people live in a real fantasy world at times
0: uh yeah yeah well it's it's what's put out there because you're kind of getting onto it there with the celebrities you know it's very easy to look at the rock and be very jealous of his life but if you go back and read his backstory and see how he got there you actually think well actually you deserve every little victory you get because you went out and earned every victory you got. And sure, some of it was down to luck and being in the right place at the right time. But then surely you create your own luck by putting in your part of the bargain, putting in your amount of the work. And a lot of people, all right, let's say you have had it just all good up to now. Uh, I'll use uh, someone I know as an example, pretty good life up to now, and then just got struck with leukemia. Just, mm. you know, and then maybe the second part of your life's going to have the unfairness. You know, oh, it's not fair. They were just a nice person. They never did no wrong to anybody. Leukemia don't care, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, life doesn't care. It's just, uh, it's just going to, life's going to go on. and Things are going to happen and you're going to live through it, whether you, whether you're happy about it or not. Mm.
1: And then, uh, so that led me on to, I wrote down real and fantasy. Uh, because this is something I wrote down. I write lots of notes down uh, with the intention to write a book or do a post or whatever it is. And I wrote this one down a little while ago, uh, Rule and Fantasy. And uh, I think there's nothing wrong with living in a bit of a fantasy world, uh, be it gaming, be it movies, be it uh, shows. Uh, like Lauren, you know, watches some shows, uh, Cece does as well. Like, for instance, the, what's the, dating one, uh, Love Island. It's like, I think it is the worst heap of crap shit on, I, yeah, I, I just, I dislike Sweet. everything <laughs> about it. But I understand it's a bit of comfort uh, telly. Uh, I understand that, that it's nothing more than a bit of entertainment. Uh, or, yeah, maybe, we won't talk about that. But there's an element of, you know, fantasy to to life which isn't a problem but it seems like a lot of people are living in more fantasy than than real
0: yeah i think it's escapism to a certain extent and like you said a bit of escapism is fine because we all have a bad day or a rough week and you just want to escape into something where you can just switch your mind off and that's going to be different for everyone and if watching people prance around on a beach helps you switch your brain off for one hour and chill out more power to you right so it's fine um but some people and i guess you see it more and more like you said these wet people they're just it's just they have to be in that constant because they really can't deal with reality so they just constantly are escaping and constantly living in fantasy so that they don't need to face the reality of what life is which like you said is you know the lion eating the zebra Yeah, and I then would, the it. would
1: would you make of these like we touched on it last week with the gaming and that kind of thing these people that are living more and more in a fantasy world like a world which is there but is a fantasy like who, who's to say we're not living in a, in a world that is someone else's fantasy like Men in Black mm. you know at the end of that uh, are we not? I can remember, it might have even been that uh, one that I was talking about last week where, you know, the guy was like, yeah, but she's going to take over. Uh, and they were saying, what, what if comprehension wise, what if we were a Mario game to someone else?
0: Yeah, so, well, that's what matters, isn't it? Because I, I, we put out that episode last week. We spoke a little bit about gaming and a friend of mine is a professional gamer. So he streams, he gets paid for it uh, and he plays, well, let's say, 10 plus hours a day uh, on games. And I said to, you know, he said to me, he goes, well, to be honest as I'm happy, like I I wake up every day and I enjoy what I do. And I go to bed at night Uh, and I'm being genuine with you. I'm not lying to you. I'm a happy person. And you might say my life is unfulfilled. Like I don't go on holidays. Really. I don't interact with people. I don't go out, uh, you know, meet people. He goes, I meet people online and I talk online and I play my games. He said, but I'm no less happy than you are going and doing whatever it is you do, and I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Is what we might perceive as uh, you know you could you could call it a waste of time for him. It's just how he spends his time, and he gets a lot of fulfillment from it. Whereas you would not get the same fulfillment from the same activity. But I guarantee, if you took him to let's say your bonsai garden, he wouldn't appreciate or enjoy it in the least. He's just not programmed that way not wired that way
1: i've just written down something for next week because uh, my i think it i like i know i've been bringing a lot of the questions so i think it's just the way my brain works i have to write things down i have to get it out uh, otherwise i suppose it all just make my head blow and i'll go like falling down and go shoot someone or something <laughs> uh who are, yeah. Uh, so, it i have something. back to
0: killing week. someone with you.
1: <laughs> I'm sure in the previous life I had to, oh, uh, yeah, uh, unleash you how... out your system at some point. Okay, there you go. Twitching. Getting back to this whole situation that we're living in. Uh, did I ask last week, have you found any lockdown treasures yet? Did I ask that
0: last no, week? Um, no, no. I'm assuming you mean, I don't know what you mean.
1: In brackets, I've wrote, I've written a switch of perspective on things, uh, so psychological, or just something a bit more simple. Uh, have you found, like, I think I did say last week, like someone has found uh, cooking or those kinds of things. Uh, have yeah. you, have you found, have have any lockdown treasures come up, or is there things like, if I had to say right now. If I had to list a few things uh, that the lockdown, i will trying to be positive about the lockdown, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, that have brought me, is uh, time with the girls, which uh, they should have been at school anyway, but that, that's that been, been a treasure. But it's been difficult because it's not like a holiday. It's not like, because you've been having to deal with a day. But nonetheless, just interaction more with the girls uh, has been a treasure. Time spent with C, uh, like doing RDR, for instance, taking the engine out of the camper, which she hasn't got back in yet. Time with Uh, I suppose just time has been a bit of a treasure during this doing things that you like to be able to do a bit more and I know a few people have said that they're they're you know they're home earlier from work or uh, they're working from home and those sort of things for you any any treasures or is it all just shit
0: no I it's not even shit to be honest I, I think sometimes I can come across Uh, as being very negative about it but it's normally just if I'm around people who I trust and feel comfortable with they're the few people who I'll I'll get the few bits off of my chest that are on there because most of the time I'm kind of with with my student base and with a lot of my family I put on the smiling face and I'm always the, the the light of positivity and it's that is who I am and I'm happy to do it but there's a few people and you're one of the people who I feel comfortable just letting some of Authentic the shit out. Self. I Authentic Authentic self. Self. let it get out and then it's a moment. But I know sometimes uh, Anne says it to me. She's like, stop moaning. Ann. So I'm like, "Sorry, <laughs> right, I'm done. Uh, I've got it, off my, got it off my chest. Time is definitely, I think the, the, the commodity that everyone's been given more of. So you might be shorter on money. You might be shorter on all these other things, toilet roll. Uh, But we've definitely all been gifted a bit more time, unless you're a key worker, in which case then you have no time at all. And hats Um, off to those people. Big hats off, big time. But yeah, so definitely the time. And I guess here's the the kicker. It's what you choose to do with it, isn't it? Because Mm -hmm. let's say you've got 10 people and they've got the whole day now, you can spend the whole day and not really appreciate or use that time or you can use every single hour of it not necessarily productively but like you said to do the things you enjoy and the things that bring you joy and i think that's how that's the treasures of this is if you can take advantage of what it gives you which is a really nice big chunk of your time back whether it just be your commute time because i know a lot of people who work from home and they're still doing a nine to five but your nine to five now starts at nine and not at 7am getting up to get dressed, get on the trains and it finishes at five, five, you close the laptop and you're, you're home. So I think that's, that's the big thing. You, you've got your time and it's where you choose to, to put it and put your energy. And, and that's the real thing. If we're going to focus on it is you're going to put it into your loved ones, aren't you You're going to put it into your family and those you care about because they're the ones who yeah. deserve your time. Yeah,
1: I've always found it a little bit crazy actually because I come from a, a family where my dad worked for himself my mum uh, was a traditional uh, stay-at-home mum and uh, I, I, I've always found it interesting to think that the majority of people spend the majority of their time with other people than their family mm. uh, I probably spend the majority of my time on my own but I, I like myself uh, or with my dog with Bruce, uh, but yeah to think that and the, the majority of those people are spending it with time with people that they don't enjoy spending time with or enjoy spending the time that they're doing work even if it's with people they still like as well and it's like yeah. to me that's just like a head mess up like you're it's gonna spend isn't it? yeah you're gonna spend the majority of your time working for someone, doing something you don't want to do with people you don't want to be with, it's
0: like, what? Yeah, and then, yeah, because then all the stuff that's truly precious, your time off, which is your weekends and your family, they become the small part of your day and they become like the relief from what your life is. And that's just Mm. so the wrong way round, isn't it? Like I can deal with a real tough weekend and I know you can too, so let's say like, winner we're both in the martial arts let's say it's a long tournament and you're going to spend a whole day in a sports hall and you're going to be shouted at and you're going to have all this stuff go uh, go wrong and all the rest of it that's not really a problem because the majority of your week is spent doing what you love with who you love how you love and then you can you know you can handle it you can handle a rough weekend but to have 80 percent of your time be spent on something that you can't stand with people you can't stand in a place you can't stand that, that to me doesn't, just doesn't sit right. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how, how people can do that for years. You know, work like, like that. For, yeah, and then, and then that's the thing, isn't it? Then you get this whole thing of retirement where then you can enjoy your life, like right? suffer through your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. And then when you start becoming a bit decrepit, then you can start enjoying life and enjoying your family and enjoying time at home. I worked it's not,
1: with. It's not right, is
0: it? I worked uh, for a uh,
1: graphic company a guy actually uh, for a, for a few years coming out of school, and uh, there was a guy there, uh, Alan, I believe his name was, lovely guy, you know, really really nice guy, and uh, he he commuted something. i uh, will probably you know he, the fish was probably this bit, but he commuted, let's say, four hours a day, you know, two hours there, two hours back to get to work, uh, as in. You know he was committed to his work he'd worked all his life and every time like he he used to work this press or this machine and i used to staple bits of paper together or whatever okay so he'd be walking around and with every now and then spend a bit of time in the same room every time i was in the same room with him he'd talk about his retirement he was like let's say he was 58 and he was retiring at 60. he was he was <laughs> like uh I can't wait till i'm 60 i've saved all of my money. He wasn't boasting or anything like that. He's like, I've I've worked my socks off. Uh his his whole drive of existence was for his retirement. He's like, see, I'm just gonna sit back and chill. We're gonna go here, we're gonna go there, we're gonna he he had it all planned out, mapped out. Uh, I stopped working. I think it was six months or something before he's about to retire. Draws a picture of it. Uh, he got ha- a cancel or whatever and died. And I remember, uh, like, because guy told us, oh, you know, Alan, Alan passed. And it was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's... Yeah, literally for a year I had this guy talking about what he's gonna do and everything else, and then that, that happened. you're like, man, life's too short,
0: isn't it? Life is too short. Like, and even if he made it, even if he made it to retirement, what? Let's say he was a really healthy, in-shape guy. 20, 30 years? Like you've lived 50 you lived 60 and now you're going to enjoy it. And you're, and this is the other thing that you, that he said it. And that's what a lot of them say. I'm going to just chill. I'm just <laughs> going to sit back on a beach and do nothing. That's your idea of a good time. Just sitting there and do, I'd go insane, go, go away for a week, do it for a week. I love it. Two weeks probably. And then I'm itching to get up and do something. But the idea of just, you know, traveling around doing absolute nothing for 20 years. Can't imagine anything worse, to be quite honest. Nah. But I guess if you've been doing nothing but the thing you hate for 60 years, all you, then, want to yes, do you stop. all you want to do is stop. And then, yeah, like you said, you kick the bucket and you don't do any of it. And God knows what's on the other side well, for you.
1: Did he find the true, true meaning of it all?
0: And turned his petals.
1: Nature's hands made him disappear.
0: He just became one with the universe at that point, and uh, that's it, he found the solution for life. Yeah,
1: because that's what they say with the Mayans, didn't they? You know, all of these, uh, the Egyptians and that, the all these civilizations that disappeared, they, or one of them say, that they, they found the meaning and just one day disappeared.
0: Yeah, well, I think that I, you know, we were talking the other week about the whole spirituality thing, and I think the closest thing I get to spiritual, uh, in that sense, is believing that if we do keep coming back and if there is anything like reincarnation, it's just you keep coming back until you figure it out. And then once you figure it out, then you get to go to the next place. It's almost like a game. You've got to play this level over and over and over again until you get it right and you figure out what it's all about, whatever that is. And then you get to go to the next place and you get to figure out whatever the next thing is.
1: My perspective is uh, on that is knowing that you're dead dead already or going to as climb, in when forward? you die uh my perspective is that when you die if you don't know you're dead you come back crap until you've worked so it you out that you, it. you are
0: yeah i like that i can vibe with that interesting
1: Mm. should we leave that to ponder i'm gonna go kill I someone feel, i feel like that's where it, where it <laughs> needs to be <laughs>
0: that's where you've got to just drop the microphone yeah. it's <laughs> well it's been good yeah it's been done it, People i feel, will share. People I feel will like love. i've chewed a lot today i feel
1: like satisfied mm. in my soul belly <laughs>
0: <laughs> where is your soul belly last question soul belly god jesus <laughs> you
1: Throwing them out there
0: today. Yeah, well, you got me last week, and I was like, so I have
1: got one for you next week, man. I've got one written here, and it's gonna be like
0: you're gonna (laughs) blow my mind.
1: Yeah, I've got something else written. I wanted to be a bit controversial, or I I wanted to get some like keyboard warriors or something involved. uh, But we leave it to next week. No, no, I just wanna, I just wanna (laughs) get like some engagement going. Uh, okay.
0: Controversy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But we probably won't be controversial. We'll probably go fairies. Well, my mum doesn't like it, so we, we,
0: that's a start. <laughs> we need to have your mum on as a guest. 100%. It's okay. It'll be it'll be organised. If she yeah. can ever figure out how a webcam <laughs> works. Oh, yeah, because she couldn't be with you, could she? Exactly. <laughs> Boom. Well, dude, I'll catch up with you next week.
1: Yeah. Peace
0: out. Peace out, everyone.